All right, all right, all right. Guys, it's happening. It is finally happening. Uh, welcome to episode 100. I hope my mic is working. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, I, can, I almost can't believe 100 episodes. Right? It has been uh, a long time coming. And uh, we did get there. Um, I kind of want to take the, the chance to um, like give a thank you to all the guys and girls that supported the podcast and the stream in general, of course, um, over the years. Special shout out uh, to Beer, Miranda, and uh, Fobber, you know, be it moderation, be it um, the co-hosting or um, or the uh, arts stuff, right? The background stuff and so on. Um, I always uh, appreciated it. And uh, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, oh no, mute your stuff. I already did. I already did. See, over 100 episodes, I finally started learning some things. I figured some stuff out. Like, yes, you got to mute this first. Take your time. Don't don't rush it. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it gets crazy. Um, so the idea of this podcast was always to, you know, give people a little bit of an insight that you usually wouldn't get in like fleets and stuff. Being um, like the FC personalities. Um, oh, oh, it's muted it keeps going sorry just want to let you know okay i'll just mute it here maybe maybe i didn't i didn't learn every bit of lesson okay um now it should be muted it should be all good um so the idea was always to give you guys an insight uh, in like p uh, fc personalities and um an insight that you wouldn't get like just in fleet and so on right um and I think we kind of succeeded with that, right? Like 100 episodes, over 100 guests. I don't know how many exactly we had uh, different guests. Some people, like the the two uh, today, have been on before um, and are returning. So I think it's we're, we're around 120, 130 uh, different guests. And uh, so I think uh, we kind of succeeded with that. So talking about different approaches or different um, FCs, um, I think there's no better um you know t fc team to kind of highlight that uh, than the the two guys i would include bonga here um bonga has always been uh, uh another uh, fc and in it that has also a very different play style like um the kind of you know we we kind of what do you say um supported each other in in different ways uh, which was always good. So to give you guys a little bit of an introduction, um, my first guest, um, I would say I always introduce as like a relentless um, FC. He has that reputation nowadays, a relentless FC. Uh, almost the polar opposite of what I like to do. I like to do like the smaller, more like uh, crafty things. He enjoys very much the big, uh, the big fights and the big picture kind of battles um and nowadays he's the leader of the initiative and we're gonna come to that part uh so yeah welcome back uh shiny boy thanks very much happy to be here yeah um then the second guest who used to be the leader 
and still kinda is like we we still kinda rely on your input uh, uh, every now and then. I would say uh, used to be the leader and the or I should say he set the foundation for initiative uh, very much. One of the founders of Init. Some people forgot um, there was actually three corps that founded Init: the Vanishing Point, um, Mad Hatters, and Dwayne, Dawn of a New Empire. And uh, Bliss being the CEO of uh, Vanishing Point, um, he over the years became basically the solo like leader, and uh, I guess the spiritual leader of Init, who uh, kind of set the foundation um, for like what Init is today. And um, I think it's fair to say that uh, also shines a style of like being relentless, being a little bit. Uh, you know, always out there, always active. It kind of, um, it's heavily influenced by Bliss, right? So yeah, yeah. thanks for coming on, Bliss. Thank you very much. Pleased to be here. Um, and congratulations on 100 episodes, Panda. Awesome. Oh, thanks. Um, so talking about the different play styles, or not different play styles, I think we all have the same play style to a degree, but uh, the different FC styles and we talked about that i think last time when you were on years ago um like so what do you think where did that come from mainly because i wonder like is it was it more necessity because when i when i thought about that was it was it just like um oh yeah that's just what i like doing or did we all just fall into these roles because like oh yeah there was an opening here we needed this at the time so i filled that role and so on what do you think or was it like it was just supposed to be like that, I guess. I Maybe. think, uh, should I jump in? Yeah, um, do it. I think part, well, for me, it was part, uh, part stuff I liked doing, and then it was part stuff I had time doing, and then it was part stuff necessity. So there's definitely stuff I never really did and, um, and probably also really sucked at. And, um, like I never really got time to do the small scale thing and a lot, a lot of the experimental fleets that I saw you doing kind of sometimes very quite invasive at thinking, oh, I should really try and do some of that stuff. But um, I think you kind of naturally gravitate and you feel a gap and you feel a gap that you either feel you kind of, you know, you invest time and you hopefully become good at it. Um, hopefully you get some good results. So I think, I think it's, for me, it was a combination of those things. You, I was found I could ever do everything. You had to sort of pick some things because it's very time consuming right it takes so much time to to invest in that you can't you can't really spread yourself across everything um i ended up kind of i guess filling my own niche and filling what i hopefully became decent at and um yeah and then kind of you rely on other people to fill the gaps around you i do remember when when shine started fcing um that one breakthrough um a fleet that was a long time ago <laughs> yeah and you, you used to love talking about that that was also was it was it from necessity though like we already like we had uh we had you do fleets constantly bliss but then uh people still like found ways like to do like a, a different content right like uh, for example you have never done the hunting part i guess right and then we started doing that a little bit more um and then shines with the breakthrough like kind of going into the same role was that a challenge to have like another fc do this a similar thing you know that was a very similar like 
because shine's kind of you know push to do like the big feeds just the same way really right was that a challenge at times should I answer first or do you want first? Uh, I mean, if it was a challenge for Shines, I'm sure, to like break into that as a new FC. We know that, right? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm sure, I'm sure it was, right? I'm sure it was because at some point you kind of, you, you sort of build your own sort of, uh, I guess, pyramid or, or team um, when you have people kind of doing doing awesome work and snapping at, he at your heels are kind of, in one respect, it sort of puts you on... Um, it, it sort of challenges you, makes you push even harder. But that, in another respect, it is quite a bit of a challenge, right? So I think probably going back many, many years now, it's probably, well, I don't even know how many, but five, ten, I can't even remember that dark. At the time, there probably was a little bit, maybe a little bit of rivalry, a bit of tension. You probably think, oh, you know, how am I going to work alongside this person? You know, they're pulling good numbers, they're getting good results. And you kind of probably a bit of rivalry too, but... And that all worked out in the end. And I think I think um, everyone ended up filling, filling their own their own roles and i think there's always going to be bits of overlap so um no, I, th I think we got through that i don't know what do you think doug i think i probably have a lot to apologize for <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like look i i can kind of see it now sometimes where uh where you've got people looking to step in and it's very difficult especially when you're an active fc and like when i joined in it like you were you were you were the active fc uh and it was always uh it was always cool to go on those fleets but like one thing that i wanted to do was try to uh to get to that point as well because it was so cool seeing like these these sub cap fights that shouldn't have been happening that were happening and how is he doing this and you know that was all stuff that i really wanted to to get into um so it's uh <clears throat> i think we worked like alongside each other as well like there was a lot of like we bumped heads i guess a bit as well but uh for the most part like there was there was that fc team there there was that core there like me you pando and then bonga came along later uh and uh it was always cool to see people stepping into different roles like uh, you know if there was uh if sub caps were being run then someone would jump in and do capitals and then someone else would do bombers or you know someone would set up dictators there was there was a synergy there that uh, i don't know if a lot of people have that kind of nowadays and even that's uh it's definitely something i've missed anyway yeah yeah i uh i missed the the, the whole like fc team tight-knit like cohort kind of stuff quite a bit and that's one of the reasons why i'm actually looking to get back into like alliance of seeing i mean bliss you probably know where but i haven't i've seen it for in it for quite a long time now and uh i always look back at those old I times heard. <laughs> I always look back at those good old times. I was like, man, that was a good time, right? And uh you know, it just like like just I told you earlier, like just hearing your voice makes me nostalgic already. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Um but yeah. Shorts the beer panda. <laughs> Say what? I'm sure it's the beer you're drinking. It might be, it might be. But uh yeah, um whenever I think back at this uh, old times shines and i were always like the more impulsive young fcs trying to get into trouble like constantly 
sometimes diplomatic trouble, sometimes just good old spaceship uh, violence, you know. <laughs> but <hey> and then, <laughs> yeah, and then bliss, you had to be like the grown up in the room saying like, okay, chill guys, cool down. Let's do it this way strategically. Let's get one step at a time. And I would always be the guy like, fuck it, let's go. Let's spend all the isk we have. We don't need a buffer. Nobody needs SAP actually. Uh, you know, what about like leaving the Imperium tomorrow and, uh, you know, and you always had to have like the patience of a saint dealing with that. I think, like in like in yeah. hindsight, now I can see that having to deal with like, well, not at the moment, but I used to have to deal with a little bit of like up and coming FCs myself, right? Uh, I, I can see how hard that must have been, right? I can pretty much. Um, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure I can remember you, Panda, just saying this. You know, let's just reset everybody. You know, that's kind of one of your sort of memorable sound bites. I think that's burnt into my memory forever. See, like, I haven't changed 100%. It's not like I made a 180, okay? I did. I mean, I see. Uh, I understand the other side of that argument now way better. But I still think resetting everyone is a good op option for everyone. If everyone in the game, like, let's be realistic, right? In the game right now, if we would reset everyone, uh, we'd basically... Stand in a in a fucking icy storm in January in Iceland with our pants off, right? That's basically we're, we're putting our ourselves in the winter. Like it's just like Pretty you're just cool. hoping for the best. Yeah, I was hoping for a more uh, a more appetizing image in my head there. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? That's uh, that I think as as um as hard it must have been to deal with us at that time or. You know, I think we clashed heads a couple of times uh, more serious, I'd say. Um, at least I was always uh, straightforward and honest with, with, with what I wanted, right? So uh, you didn't have to guess. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but you know, like, you know, we, I think we all tried to do, we all had ideas of what we wanted to do, and we all had to. I don't know. Compromise on those because of the reality of what either the political landscape was or what the game mechanics allowed you to do. So I remember we, you know, the three of us are always agitating. I think mostly in a common direction, but with slightly different different vectors of that of what we ideally wanted to do. But there were just so many things that held us back that, but a lot of them we just couldn't change, right? And, and you know, at various points you had extreme views of yeah, well we should just do this and. Yeah, like, you know, I wouldn't say those were emotional views. Those are more sort of spiritual views, right? And it was kind of how did we how did we get there with all these constraints? And yeah, I mean, we probably made some good decisions. We probably made some bad decisions. And I, I you know, yeah, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, but we but usually anyway. Yeah, we usually found like a good middle ground. I thought, um, which you know, kind of makes me wonder, like you being uh, like. Uh, inactive for a while just about keeping keeping an eye on things uh, at least to like out of curiosity at least i would guess so what do you think um um i mean first of all it must have been pretty hard to you know kind of let let go of the reins of in it right it was your baby you you build it up and stuff like this and we struggled with that you know um during the big war like what would be two where you know shines and i were kind of in the in a situation where like man we, we need to 
we need to get this going. We need to be efficient and quick with our decision making. We can't wait for bliss. And then luckily you were like, yeah, we didn't have to convince you for long. You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, go with it, guys. Uh, so how hard was that decision like to say, okay, you guys take over? Or in this case, Shines just straight up took over. Um, well, it actually wasn't really that hard because it wasn't like it was, well, it, 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 I, can probably, I think I could probably answer the question in a couple of different ways. I think because we'd all like worked together for so long, I didn't have any, I didn't have any concern or worries about what was going to happen if I stepped back or you know left or whatever, because I knew it was, I knew it was going to be left in awesome hands. So that wasn't a problem. That wasn't an issue of oh, you know, everything's going to go to go to you know go to hell and there's going to be a major problem. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I um, obviously I didn't have you know, I, I my available time was becoming a problem. Um, I just wasn't. I didn't have the time to commit, and I was doing other stuff in real life that I had to focus on. So, I just, I just started stepping back more and more over time. Really, and I, I couldn't participate as much as I wanted to, and I think that that naturally meant, you know, you guys, and particularly Dark, had to, you know, take over more and more and more. So I think it was a, for me, as far as I remember it, it was more of a gradual thing that, you know, you were just making day to day decisions, and you didn't have to wait for me to, to sign off on things. You know, I think there were probably a couple of things that were you know significant that we probably had a chat about but for the most part i think you know dark was already doing that day to day and it, it he just took took that over naturally and i think over the years that was because we worked so closely together that was just a natural order of things um that so was... yeah it was that's probably how it felt to me it, I, I mean the one weird thing is i never really kind of made a big announcement said hey i'm, I'm leaving i just i, I yeah. gradually just had less and less time and i think there was um, no need for it either right yeah i mean i think i mean i it was during the i can't even remember when I, when i actively sort of stepped back actually it was probably during the you know probably the final days at dell but it was it was kind of it was past the time when the big threat was still there right? i think i think the uh the enemy team was already pretty much in bad shape and already in their way out. So, um, yeah, I just I just found myself having less and less time. So it became more of a natural thing, really. I, I don't, it was probably more difficult because I didn't really have a big announcement to say goodbye, but um, I wasn't really intending to leave around. It was more about, you know, I was taking a step back in, handing over the reins. And, and that's thing. I think, by the way, I'd, I'd like to say Dark, I think Dark's done an amazing job. Um, has done over the years anyway um as, as you have pando but um i couldn't have asked for for handing over to a, a, you know a more deserving and more capable set of leadership so um i'm super happy and, and um i by the way i don't have to i don't have to oversee anything i just i just have a bit of a catch up in how things are going and all the amazing successes that the team have had so so well done yeah i can definitely tell you that we have been missing an adult in the room for a while. <laughs> it was the, some, of the, some of the decisions that were made, you're looking back on thinking, fucking hell, <laughs> why wasn't Bliss here to, to stop me doing this? But uh, yeah. yeah but, I mean, you can't have the, I mean, I, one thing I learned as well, right? Like you need people with fresh energy, fresh ideas to come in and challenge the way things have always been done because things evolve, things move on and you know, I'm, I'm pleased this happened. Although, if I probably roll the clock back a number of years, I'll probably be, you know, quite anxious about it and thinking, you know, 
there's always that desire to cling to power for eternity, but you, you know you have to, you have to you have to hand it over. Yeah, I think that just from a doctrine perspective, like that has always been my biggest, um, you know, like I think that was from my perspective at least the biggest advantage in it had. We were always open to like evolve too, right? Like, yeah this might sound crazy but you know and then we do whatever might sound crazy and uh, to just like always have that like that possibility to do weird stuff right be it the bush ravens or the the, the snatch fleet if you remember actually bless it was you who named the the doctrine remember because i didn't have a good name i was like hmm, what are we gonna call him i thought that there was like three yeah. names and i was like oh that's all sounds horrible and you're like, well, how about you just snatch? Like you're snatching people, but people can also interpret it whatever way they want, right? I'm like, hmm, yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, I was... Did I still exist? I didn't know. Dude, do it. They're about to come back, maybe. We're huh? actually about to bring them back. Yeah. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's the funniest thing. When people talk about like, oh, Pando, I used to fly uh, with you in fleets like years ago. It was like so fun. What was that doctrine called again? I always think of like Stukas being the, the big thing or the Bush Ravens. They always like, oh, Snatch, Snatch was the best fun ever. Like we should run them again and stuff like this. And I'm always like, I don't even know how we ran these things. I don't know. Like absolute chaos like how did we pull this off i have no idea uh so yeah it's gonna be chaos again i'm sure but fun chaos i guess um so yeah any in it guys that are in chat you know get hyped the return of the snatches right. do you uh do you remember a doctrine that's older than snatch that uh people people crave for now and again you're talking about Apoc, oh, the Froggers. That's another Froggers. one. The Froggers were popular too. And you know, it's the same story, really. If you think about it, remember? So Froggers, for those who don't know, it's it wasn't that much of a serious doctrine. It had a good part. It was battleships after all, but we mixed all the battleships in there. We could have easily gone for like, this is the best battleship for the job. We just stick with that. But we kind of mix it up so people had some more freedom, right? But the key thing is, it was right um at the beginning of the mjd like the mjd was just introduced to battleships and that's where we instantly jumped on it and said like yeah we're making something out of this let's have some fun with this new thing and the same thing with the micro jump field generator then right with snatch yeah so you know typical in it just like you know jumping on the new stuff really very similar I mean, the problem with, yeah the problem with the frog is it was uh it was awesome fun, but it was just absolutely chaotic when you have like remote rep battleships at MGD and everyone's just splattered all over the place trying to get back in range, yeah. dying terribly. But it was good, great fun. Well, yeah. see, people still remember those fights, though, right? It wasn't the the most effective doctrine we ever made or whatever, but people still remember the snatches and the froggers. Um, A lot of that's. Sorry, Colin, but a lot of that stuff was almost like born out of necessity, right? Because I think if you go back in time, mm. I mean, that we were a lot smaller then, and we were, I think, a lot of those campaigns, I can't remember where it was, but it was down south somewhere, down past Venel somewhere. We were like in some war, I can't remember which one it was now, but just hugely outnumbered. You're just constantly trying to find what's that extra 1% that's going to keep us maneuverable or, or whatever. So, yeah, I think often out of those situations you, you find stuff which i don't know maybe it works sometimes maybe it doesn't work sometimes but 
gets you a bit of creativity. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the Snatch and the, the Boosh Ravens obviously in Syndicate against NC. I think the Froggers must have been the uh, the catch campaign, the second one then. Or like, it was, uh, uh, Esoteria. Yeah, Stain. So, yeah. Stain and Esoteria, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, was the, what was the Russian group called again? Uh, Dark. Darkness uh, of Despair. No, no. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's them. Was it? Darkness yeah. of Despair, yeah, I think. You're forgetting the, uh, getting the, uh, what the hell was that thing? The Firewall Fleet. Bomb Dogs. The Typhoons with Smart Bombs. Do you the Firewall Fleet against the, uh, You know what? Oh. There's, there's still in my stats, um, on my kill board, there's still that one absolute insane spike that's from that wall because Emilia and I did all the firewalling for everyone, right? So it was Emilia, me, and I, I think it was Scar who was the third guy. Was who were always in smart bomb battleships firewalling for everyone, and uh, we just ended up on so many kill mails, so there's like a huge, insane spike. Um, but you know what? I also remember we needed a name for that, and then and then you called them disco sharks, and I was like, Man, what a horrible name that is! <laughs> that was the worst name I've ever heard. But the, I, um, I, I think the one Bliss was talking about is the versus the Drakes, was it? Where the firewall, where there was the big video. Yeah, that was the, the first. Yeah, that was the first version. That's yeah. a, it's still a legendary video for anyone who, who wants to look it up. It's actually in the init playlist. There I you go. Into the, <laughs> the chat. Yeah, I just googled yeah, it. Yeah. There's another video I remember from back not long after I joined. Some I can't remember who made it, but there was there wasn't that many corpses in it. Something was it? No weapon is stronger than will, or something. Yeah, the catch I campaign. Yeah. yeah, it was just so good. See, back in the day, people there was more people out there making like actual um, like campaign videos to get people hyped and stuff like this. I kind of miss that nowadays. You don't see that anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like sometimes <laughs> people consider that uh, cringy or whatever nowadays, um, and that's kind of sad, honestly. I wish there was more, um, more of like the good old propaganda and like you know focused on themselves rather than on like shitting on the enemy on Reddit or some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, you mean like propaganda stuff, or yeah. do you mean like the the fleet battle videos? No, I mean the fleet battle videos are fine, but like for example, the no weapon sharper than will kind of video that was when we invited uh, catch, and uh, you know I just dropped it into Twitch chat there as well. Yeah. From we did. We did the same thing for Rage, uh, of course, and I thought, um, like in hindsight, man, good call. That was that was so awesome that we can just jump into Rage. People slowly figured out what was happening. Like, oh wait, what are we doing here? And then people were like, oh shit, that's what we're doing. And then we dropped the trailer of like the campaign, get everyone even more hyped. Ah oh, man, um, that must have been that was maybe one of my proudest moments in Eve. I'm gonna I gotta say, like maybe the the whoop. Bliss just dropped out. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, I just had to mute the uh, mute the video for a sec. Okay, one sec. I'll switch the thing on then, because otherwise it's it's switching stuff. Uh, maybe the um, like finishing Drage was maybe the proudest, but like that's right after the jumping in. Oh man, that was so fun. What was it for you guys? You must have different uh, thingies, I'm sure. Favorite moment or favorite moment about the rage campaign? No, favorite moment in general, in in it or in even in general, like maybe 
you weren't PL for a bit. We got your back, but yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about it. I'm sure there wasn't, uh, no. <laughs> there wasn't anything great that happened there. There was one fight always stands out to me, and it wasn't like it's not. I wouldn't say it's my favorite memory in Eve, but it's F7C. one of my clearest. Well, no, that would be one of my favorite memories. It was one of the clearest. Uh, Holy fuck, we're winning moments. Was uh, Bliss? You were seeing Tempest Navy. We were in Tempest Fleet issues in the south, fighting uh, against Tengus and. This one particular day, they decided to mix it up and bring ham tengus, and they just micro warp drive straight into the uh, to the tempest blob, thinking you know they'd get under our guns and everything. And then I think Panda, you were in a vindicator, maybe I was in a vindicator. There was two or three people in vindicators, and we uh, webbed these guys down. So we're doing like four kilometers, uh, four meters a second or something, and just the, the tempest started ripping them apart. It just and then you you could see them burn in, realize what was happening, and then try burn away again. So it was uh, it, that was one of my one of my moments that always stands out to me. And Eve, dude, you you remember that one fleet or that conflict that that war in general was one of my favorite ones in hindsight. One negative part was always we were in Esoteria and other than Russian time zone or whatever, there was nothing going on otherwise, right? That always bothered me because I was roaming all day, basically, and there was no filaments like nowadays. But the best part about that was the constant development, right? They brought out uh, heavy missile tangoos, then we brought the firewalls, then they brought rail tangoos or whatever, then we... Uh, brought like rocks then they brought rocks but they brought blaster rocks then we switched to blaster rocks then we brought out just think about it nowadays just two fleets of blaster rocks just shooting each other right but then we brought void bombs to one of the fights one of my favorite ones too they brought a full fleet of rocks we brought a full fleet of rocks and they had dreads so they were like ah oh, we have this right but all their rocks were not cap booster fit so we kept them out and they were all dry <laughs> that was just like so hilarious right it's like yeah. man that war just that back and forth their doctrine development wise was just such a fun time yeah, i completely this... forgot about that void bomb but I mean, literally, that whole fleet melted, right? Because they were just set, just sitting ducks. Yeah, they couldn't even shoot and back. Right? I just remember you and the the void bomber teams cheering on the on Mumble as they just yeah. just killed the whole rock fleet. It was just amazing. Yeah, I think for me, I think I think I echo the one that you mentioned, Dark. I think that that because uh, we had no way to counter all those Tengus, right? I think there were multiple fleets of Tengus, and we said no way we could take them on until until we just tried that that Vindy tier five firewall setup and it was just amazing i just remember i mean it was right on the edge right i think we lost i'm pretty sure we lost at least one of the vindies i think you were in the other vindy if i remember i can't remember now but i mean it was like edge of the seat stuff and we pulled it off so i think that was yeah i mean there's so many to think of over the years but that's that's definitely up there if you're yeah. looking at like in, in terms of FCing and, and escalation chains, like what you the you what you just mentioned, Panda, F7C was like a, a classic textbook perfect escalation chain. Uh yep. you remember that one, Bliss and Cloudring over the R sixty four? Not to refresh my memory. Yeah, so let me let me explain. Yeah. So that was an R sixty four. And nowadays, like people, that's a discussion that comes up all the time too. Like, oh, passive moons and stuff like this. Why would you fight over that? Like, I don't know why we fought over that. It's like, it would take like seven years to like get the money back from that fight, right? But people still fought over them. But yeah, it's an R64. And then when the Horde was there, but it's not the Horde from today, all right? They're, they were way smaller, way newer. They're pretty much 
they were getting there, right? Everyone could see, oh shit, Horske getting a serious force here. Um, but they showed up in scorpions, of all things, plus something else. I forgot what exactly the ship types, but they had a bunch of scorpions there. I remember and, now, yeah. And just looking at those fleets, we, we couldn't really engage them straight on. Uh, with the hope of killing them quick enough or winning the fight enough, because they had so many scorpions and stuff, we thought we're gonna just get stuck there probably. But NC was on the move, and NC had like way bigger than they are nowadays, and they had like um, a bunch of supers and titans uh, on the move, ready to go basically, right? But they weren't quite moving yet. So the first decision you made, like in my, from my perspective, I want to say. I have to be super honest here, right? I thought, like, yeah, we can't do anything, you know, whatever. Like, what, what are you going to do? But then you decided to just, like, undock anyway, poke hordes, that fleet, because it wasn't super scary DPS-wise. We wouldn't just fall apart against them. We just wouldn't be able to kill them quick, right? So you engage, and then some group, I'm not sure if it was Bomber's Bar. I think it was a different group. Some group landed a decent bomb run on those scorps, right? So a bunch of them died, and we're like, hmm, actually, you know, let's up that kill speed. And we started killing scorps, and stuff, like, went way better than expected. And NC had to then move. And our plan was to just get them to move. You know, like, the haha made you form, but it's, like, up at one scale. It's the haha made you form and move, and move all your supers and titans, right? And uh, and then by the time NC actually arrived, the fight was actually okay for us, you know? So we're like, okay, let's go, right? Snuff was there and stuff. And then we took on the, the, the fight against them. And the first dreads were fielded in carriers. And so, yeah, that's what Horde had. They had a bunch of carriers and then scorps to support them. That's what it was. And uh, so dreads were fielded. We field some dreads. They field even more dreads, but then... The Blunderbuss, right? The legendary, <laughs> the legendary four titans. Uh, was it four or five? I forgot. I think it was four. four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. We, yeah. We fielded four boson titans. Bosons were super new to the game at the time, so we fielded four titans, uh, hoping to wipe out like the entire dread bomb they had. And I think they, they killed. I don't know. Maybe maybe half of the dreads, and we cleaned up the rest slowly. And uh, NC then suddenly started moving with their super titans, right? Getting that. No, we were on the, like under time pressure. Yeah, and uh, three of the four titans jumped out. A, a certain uh, titan called a honey monster didn't quite make it out in time, right? For those who don't know, that shines a titan. Um, and we just couldn't free the uh, the damn titan in time. And then NC arrived with all the supers and titans. They still had a huge advantage when it came came to caps at the time. They're just like, you know, we couldn't compete with that. Uh, so the honey monster uh, died. But even though we lost the Titan, we actually won the Iskwar at the end. Oh, it was like pretty much exactly 50-50. I think we won by a bill, you know, something like ridiculously small. And uh, yeah, I just like, that was one of the legendary fights, really. And it all, I, I mean, it, was... it, it all starts with like just undocking and doing shit, right? That has always been your attitude. And I think that, you know, you instilled that in all FCs and in it really. Which is always good. You said at the start that uh, you've kind of known me to become a little bit relentless about things when I FC, but that's one hundred percent from Bliss because <laughs> I remember, like, I would have been kind of like you. It's like, oh, you know, we're not going to get a fight here. Let's 
you know, we're outnumbered, let's just stand down. And then Bliss is like, no, no, fuck that. Everybody into dictators or everybody into bombers or something. We're going to make yeah. their lives hell. And you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, but do something to keep going. And uh, that's that's all from Bliss and, and learning from him. Yep. Uh, that, that feels very generous. But no, some, sometimes, uh, I mean, I don't know, sometimes you find you just go out in those situations. And I don't know, on that particular day, I remember... The, all the enemy fleets that were there all weren't all necessarily there right at the same time in the beginning. So we kind of had like just a small opportunity just to sort of, well, if it goes all our way for the first five minutes or whatever, you know, you can maybe even the odds a little bit. And you know, sometimes you get amazing, amazing wins from that stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there are times there, right? But it's just pointless and you have to just go, right, just do something else for tonight. But Yeah, those are the hardest calls. That was an epic fight. Yeah. It's and the good thing was... Yeah, we got you back in a, in a new a new time pretty quick. If I remember rightly, Dark. So uh, I didn't well, feel too bad about that. No, no, no. Like I remember getting, I remember tackled, getting tackled, and then like I think NC was just about to jump in. They weren't in yet, and then maybe it was Soroya asked, uh, "Are we dropping in more faxes to try and keep them alive?" Uh, I think Dreads had just come out of siege or something as well. And I think you were like, oh, well, fuck it. If a Titan's going down, like we're all going to go down. So Dreads went back into Siege and, you know, they could have jumped out, but like people didn't. And it was just one of the best Eve memories uh, that I yeah. have. It was, it was yeah. Free Siege it was Green amazing. until death. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't see that nowadays. Like you, you, if a hostile Titan fleet's coming in, you get out. But <laughs> no, everyone's Siege Green. Primary is, you know, whoever. Yeah. Those are the days I mean, where you could still move across the map really quick, wasn't it? You could just kind of yeah. jump, cap, jump, cap. There was no, it, it was pre the whole uh, super cap changes with, um, I can't remember what it's called now. What, what do you call it? I'm not 100% fatigue. sure, if I'm honest. Was it, was it not post fatigue? I don't I mean, know, I can't remember. We were in Cloud Ring and NC moved over from Tribute, if I'm not mistaken. So. They had a couple of jumps, and we were in heavy tide. I don't forget, right? So they, like, if there was no f uh, fatigue, I think they would have been there right away. So there must have yeah, been fatigue. Maybe. There must have been fatigue there. And the is saying it was post fatigue, so maybe yeah. it was uh, definitely yeah, okay. post fatigue. Yeah. Shout out well, the in at Antiochus, one of the one of of the in at old timers. I talked about just, it. just enough time. I I talked about uh, Anti the other day, actually. Like before the Ishta era, Anti was the guy that made a huge forum post like, hey, we should fly Ishtas, but uh, like just assist drones and do this and la la la. And because he wasn't FCing, most people were like, yeah, sure, you know, a dude has probably a good idea, but like, who cares? Right? And then, like, I don't know, like maybe a month, two, maybe half a year later, everyone was flying Ishtas. <laughs> yeah. Nobody reads my posts now. So. Uh, do we still have like the old init forms? Are they saved somewhere? By the way, I wonder. There should be. Yeah. Uh, that would be yeah. that would be some gold to dig through. We just just like we should just like open it up for everyone to see. Like, Alcanus' <laughs> post is still there. I don't know if you remember that list. The uh, the life cycle of initiative and how we deploy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I I can't remember it now, so like I won't I won't read it out or anything. But uh, it's just those posts like that going back years that are just amazing to read. Hopefully, nothing's changed. No, it's all exactly <laughs> the same. So best deployment, like I've I've gotten like I've got 
some things written down here. Best deployment, what do you guys say? What was our best deployment ever? Was it the, the uh, one in Esoteria against Darkness of Despair? I felt like, for oh, me, the Esoteria one was probably my favorite because it was when I was just getting started in it and really seeing what a Noltec Alliance could do if it done things properly. So I felt like, for me, that was the big one. But the Syndicate campaign as well, when we moved south from... Uh, we were in Teenle at the time, I think. And we moved down to Syndicate, and like all the fights that we had down there, we, those were super fun as well. We, we never were in Teenle, but we just took the space in Teenle, you know, to have some software build supers and stuff like this. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If you think about the parameters, uh, parameters you want to set... Um, I think the best deployment for the Alliance was probably Gita Zhou, right? Because that kind of saved the Alliance, if you think about it, right? Like, without mm -hmm. that deployment in it, it would have been a deep shit, right? I but, joined just yeah. after that, so I, I didn't, I wasn't there for the, for the lead up to that. I was actually a renter in initiative at the time. Oh, really? You joined in it after yeah. me? I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, you were in it before me, yeah. Oh, right. I, I was in, in it a week, I think, and they were showing me how to run missions. And uh, Vanus was showing me how to run ah, missions. Ah, right, right. And I got tackled in my rave, and, and <laughs> Bliss warped in to save me in a cinnable, but I had forgot to tell people that there was actually a fleet at, like, at me. <laughs> I think you died, and a lot of people got very angry very quickly. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, good times. Yeah. Probably right, though, I think I think that was a, well, it was, a, I think, definitely a turning point, right? I think we... Uh sharpened our act up a bit out of necessity and i don't know grew some new teeth i think yeah um next one will be best doctrine what was the best doctrine we ever we ever came up with or made the key one i don't know maybe we had a couple of really good ones like we talked about the froggers and the snatchers I think I think probably my favorite was probably the Stukas. Obviously, I'm biased, but uh, Ravens actually, I miss that. I miss that so much. Just being able to dodge to a degree in battleships, and then having so much DPS at your fingertip. I think Shines. You you must be an Ishtar, the Ishtar fan, but like, did we come up with the Ishtars? You know, no, one doctrine that I think in it was quite unique in was the um i mean look like the ishtars and the rogues and stuff were all super fun but uh one doctrine i'd never seen anyone else running was the i think you used to call it light skirmish bliss which was oh, the, the nagas tricks with the rt tempests so the tempest would like hold damage until the missiles landed and then um hit the primary at that point and all that kind of stuff like the skirmishy fleets were a lot of fun i thought light skirmish wasn't that the nagas and then heavy skirmish was drake's tempests Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a great fun to fly. Yeah. Actually, credit to um, Darkside. Who was it? Yeah, credit to Darkside. They um, they flew those Tempests and Drakes, and frankly kicked our ass for the first six months we were in G Daco. So yeah. um, credit to them. Um, yeah, those were awesome fun. Um, the Nagas were too, actually, but very blappy, and um, yeah, didn't live very long if you got bombed. That's that's true. It's hard I to mean, choose a favorite, actually. Darkseid still runs Nagas nowadays. They they still around, not in GO, of course, but every now and then. Well, it, it hasn't been that long ago that I saw saw them in hot staging, zooming around with Nagas, uh, like you know, dodging stuff, killing stuff. 
So they're, they're still alive and uh, kicking. I saw actually Faffy Waffy the other day. Not Or maybe maybe a month ago or so. He was in the no. tournament as well, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Miss Faffy and Flesh Rocket. Those are good days. Flesh Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> those GO. Those GO times. Like, for people that don't know, like, you have to put it in, like, you have to think of, like, an alliance that can feel like 70 dudes that comes from Nullsec, like Softnull, and we're moving into an, an NPC station and we're fighting suddenly an alliance that can only fo form, like, maybe 50, 60, but they're hardcore, right? Darkseid, I think everyone knows like Darkseid is a quality group. Uh, they still are. And we had to learn quickly, learn quickly, and we staged in the same exact station as them. Just think about that, like fucking craziness. Same station, you undock, dude, you're in a fight. You're already in a fight, right? You click that button, you're already in a fight. Like, if, you, if you're not getting engaged on the undock, Someone's ready to probe you when you warp to your insta warp or to any gate. Like it was just like such a hostile environment. It was fun. Yeah. I think it's probably the most hostile environment I think we've ever been in, right? I think even even compared to some of the big war times, just having knowing that there's a there's someone insta scanning you and ready to undock and, and pounce on you, just there's no way to maneuver. But and then maybe maybe you get the same in some of the big staging systems and the big wars, but I don't know. Definitely a good place to learn and have some fun. And I think that paid like dividends over the years. Like for example, now Shines just deployed uh, an init sig to X70. It's an NPC station. Other groups might be a little nervous about it. It's two jumps from hostile staging. You're only in an NPC station. But having that knowledge, even from years back, that yeah, if there's station games on us, like they're trying to gamble, then we'll handle it. We've done this before. It's just like uh, it's just good to have that experience, really. So, um, you know, while other groups might be a little bit nervous about it, we can do this, right? It's like, we've all seen it before, so uh, it's, it's pretty nice. It did actually take a, a minute to get used to jumping on, like, a living out of an NPC station. Like, when we first jumped in, I was like, holy fuck, this isn't the Forge's art, this isn't the Keepstar. I mean, what some things have changed, though, right? The cloning yeah. stuff with the, uh, the, the clones that you can jump into the station and stuff like that. It's like, and now it's a little bit better, right? So people are more, I wouldn't say incentivized. You can actually jump through. Yeah, you can jump to another clone in the same NPC station without uh, racking up a jump clone timer. Yeah, so see. if you've got five or six clones in a in an NPC station, you can you can have more than one, can't you? And you just cycle through them as you I want. I think so, yeah. I'm not 100%. Yeah. I should know this. So that, yeah. that was one of the really good recent changes that CCP brought in because it means that... Uh, like up until up until then you have to have like an astra house or something that could be killed very easily by a bigger group to to really use jump clones or like uh implants but um with that change that kind of got rid of all of that so that was pretty cool yeah you're not being punished anymore to stage from an npc station which is yeah, yeah pretty good that's pretty nice yeah so, we actually still have a lot of people with assets in Geo. I know Highfield uh, opens up his open opens up his asset hanger every so often, and I, I don't know if he moved the jet or not. But uh, there's still a lot of the older Init members are like, "We'll be back in Geo eventually. It might take twenty years, <laughs> but we'll be back there eventually." Yeah. And then my hundreds uh, Drake holds will come in handy. And talking about that, that that's what Bliss always did. 
like stockpiling <laughs> ships like hey like i just thought about this and i'm just gonna buy a hundred rocks and put them here okay and we're all like what like yeah we might need them so okay <laughs> and then stockpiles here stockpiles there uh, yeah and then years later like oh here i found this what was it again ah man was it in the last war where we needed something and then bliss Rogues. Probably. Wasn't that Rogues? Well, yeah, was we Rogues. had a massive Rogue station in the... Yeah. yeah I remember needed... we, we, Come up now. we jumped into Rogues and moved them up to Fountain, I think. Uh, was it? Oh, God, honestly. Oh, but maybe yeah. it was. I can't remember now. Yeah, always handy to have, as long as they're not completely shit. Yeah, I mean, Rogues, Rogues will always be okay-ish, you know, hopefully. You have a damage bonus, a range bonus, and a resist bonus. Like, can't be that bad. Speaking of which, going back to GSAC Panda, I've I've missed all the latest changes, but um, faction titans, can you can you buy them with LP? But not faction uh, no. titans, faction caps. No faction cap. Uh, so faction like so the faction dreads are all uh, in the in the faction LP shops, but like pirate um, stuff is all NPCs or TOs, right? So maybe actually there's navy dreads now plus so you've got yeah. like a navy revelation uh, uh, so i could make use of my i don't know god knows how many fat million angel lp no at the moment and also the price went down quite a bit right so it's not like you can make bank running blitz missions at the moment um which you know would be kind of cool obviously I would enjoy it to have like that option for like an alliance like we were at the time or for like something independent that doesn't want to get involved in soft and put themselves out there to just like get you know blobbed to shit they could just like stage an npc space i think that would be pretty cool but i think the the um, the lp prices are just like too low um, for that to be actually viable sadly i remember make, yeah i remember uh doing that uh do, like doing missions especially when the new missions came out what were they called again burner the, missions the burner missions yeah. and pushing the entire corp into supers that was like one of the coolest uh things actually like i was never the super cap guy right but like having out of 27 mains 23 people had a super suddenly and at the time that was pretty good and we did that especially, with missions yeah. especially since the month before and for the last two years before that you were like i'm never getting a super no, no, no. I didn't tell our guys to never get supers, but I was like, man, I'll never grind the isk for that. But then I wanted to push the corp into it, so I kind of had to do it myself too, right? Yeah, I can't really tell people to do this while I'm just like standing on the side watching, you know. So I was forced almost to Those do it. Those the days. <laughs> yeah. Missions are still a big thing, though. Like in Fountain, we've got two, we've got, um, Serpentis mission hub and uh, an Amar mission hub just outside of Fountain and Hopib. So, like missions are still a really good way to to make money. And I think that was that was one of the things I remember about Geo was you could kind of like you lost a lot down there if you messed up, but uh, you were always able to make it back relatively quickly. I mean, I always thought like running the Blitz missions was so safe. Like if you wanted to just be safe, you could be a hundred percent safe. If you wanted to add a little bit of spice to it, you would run the the blockades with like a, a carrier. Or I did it with Titan with a Titan later on, like just for fun. That was pretty quick. Um, you know what's you know what really sucks though 
in the blockade, you would blitz it, and it would have the faction spawn at the end. They removed the faction spawn, I'm pretty sure. Because I, I was doing some just for the fun of it, and I was looking for the faction spawn, not a single one. Uh, but maybe I didn't do enough. I just did, like, I don't know, 50 total or so. I thought it, it didn't spawn every time. No, they don't spawn every draw. time. No. Yeah. But the I mean, blitz ones, you have to be a bit careful, though, because they, I mean, I know the loadouts change, but each one has the, the different loadout, and they... Some of them are quite easy, but some of them are quite a little bit tricky. You can quite easily lose your little frigate or whatever with your... Oh, yeah, your, the burner ones, yeah. Your, your, faction, yeah. your faction stuff, but yeah. yeah have, they changed, a... have they added more to that, or is it still pretty much the same as it has mm, been? It's pretty much the same, I'd say. Thankfully, they haven't changed anything else. I mean, that's... If they did, they might break it. I mean, that's, um, you know, historically, I've always talked about, like, citadels or, like, some ship balance that they need to address, but, like, the number one thing, I think... That would be essential for the game is reworking the PVE experience, being missions and like the normal anomalies. Like it's just like a little weird that it's like the, how old are the missions? Like they're from two thousand six, seven, eight, something like this, right? And just they, don't they change uh, the really. Echo's Revenge or whatever it is, and catch with that one we found. Yeah, oh, I remember that one. Yeah, no, like that wasn't out. What was it? That wasn't Ogden's, that was another Tashans, one. Tashan's, wasn't it? Tashan, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were that's deployed in catch, and you guys ran that mission, like, uh, not a mission, ran the site every day, but there was like a team of dudes that, you know, professional uh, guys that have been running this for years, farming is every day, like having every trick in the book, right? And you had to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Tashan is still Reader. there, yeah. Reader from AAA, wasn't it? Yeah, I basically took. We spent three months figuring out how it worked because it wasn't documented anywhere. And every day they would log in right up to downtime, and they had a hack where they would basically fly. They had a they had a warp pinpoint where they would they could fly to into the mission. Well, they could warp to a point, essentially off grid, and then burn onto the grid into the final or into one of the rooms in the mission without going through the gate. So we were like. How how many of these guys doing this? We didn't even know how the mission worked, but we could never find out until we until we found them one day and it was basically exploiting it. But um, but yeah, no, they were they were really switched on. It took us ages to figure out how it even worked because every time we went in, there was already done. The keys were gone, but uh, yeah, they're probably still running it now. They they probably are. Yeah, there's some people I, there that just still do the same thing they've been doing for years. The only guys in you remember the guys in Curse in. Yeah, forgot the system. Something with for the... destruction. No, 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 no. Out of war, there was like dudes that oh, camped sorry, that one yeah. system constantly every day for years. They they did stop a couple of years ago though. Um, and then like who was uh, who was it? I saw Mister Rive is the PL guy that camped in in Great Whitelands. I saw him the other day. <laughs> He's been in local and X Tac seventy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Did, so, uh, who was the other person? Uh, Bliss, you probably remember in Syndicate, um, that one person who camped the K5 gate all the time. Yeah. The Insta light or something. Yep. Yeah. And you, could, you kill, he would kill, like, he would just kill interceptors, didn't he? And he's like, yeah. how did he do it? Yeah. Some people, you know, that's just what they it's, do. It's crazy how names stick out to you after. Like, I remember when I joined, there was one person in particular used to always do, and I was actually thinking about bringing this back, Bliss. Uh, remember, you used to do tow lines? 
uh, Tazdev used to oh, always you walk do. Out, yeah, yeah, yes. Tazdev was uh, an Inuit member who used to always do tow lines, or at least I remember him always doing the the tow lines for you, like basically having a scepter in front of the fleet that you could warp out to when you needed to. So, that, like, but the fact that those names kind of stick with you after ten or fifteen years is it's pretty cool about Eve, I think. Yeah, there was some some legendary dudes. I I instantly have to think of Hoopo. Uh, just being the guy always there, always doing everything right, not being an FC or anything, but like, he just like, he was always like constantly, like he was always like the core of the corp too, like he was in, uh, in Defcon. I guess he still is, I guess. Um, you know, like super active. There's a couple of guys that was just like always around. Right? Is he super still playing or? No, he stopped playing maybe... Maybe two years, three years ago. But yeah. Um. So what would it take uh, Bliss to come back? Start playing more time, right? More time. Yeah, more more time. So how far from retirement are you then? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know really. It's gonna be it's gonna be a busy couple of years ahead. So yeah, not not imminently. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll get to come and join a fleet and get yelled at. That'd be good fun. When when Eve two point is announced, yeah. yeah. There's there's no yelling in our fleets anymore. But <laughs> we're very uh, we're very calm and collected. Mm, and, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's way it's a it's a different like. Like like people shouted at, at at like people in fleets years ago. Like you don't do that anymore today. Like nobody does really. Like even even NCPL or whoever. Like even they uh, are a little bit more um... older. Everybody's older. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe even they learned those lessons that like shouting at everyone who makes a little mistake probably doesn't get you there at the end, right? So um, yeah, it did change. Yeah. Oh, those are I... good memories. Thank you, Grace. <laughs> Stop fucking dying. That reminds me exactly. Just like that like legendary saying of like, "Stop fucking dying." It's like as if as if we chose to die here. <laughs> but you know, they're mad. They they renamed our um, uh, faction warfare corp that we made, and we called "Stop fucking dying." But, what they renamed Just to like corporation one two three whatever. Ah. Like, you know, I don't know. Oh, too hard. Fucking in the name. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It's, it's just okay. like, yeah, I think it goes a little too far. Like just language wise. Yeah. Like, come on, it's not even a swear word anymore. Everyone uses the word all the time, everywhere, constantly. Like, nobody thinks of the actual meaning of the word when he says it right so so it is what it uh, is we actually have a lot of people i see in chat who uh i would say like are kind of new to initiative bliss do you uh would you be able to go into a little bit of the background sorry to jump in panda <laughs> not do it bliss, would you be able to go to like like how did in it come about because i mean i wasn't there for any of that so um yeah we had so like really quick history was 
Um, I don't know. I don't know if anyone remembers the the real, real old days when. Um, Grace does. I can't, I can't even remember who was um, who we were fighting against, but there was a big mercenary coalition led campaign from the south to go and attack someone in the north. I remember now, actually. Actually, do I remember? God, I can't remember. Um, anyway, we we jumped on this big kind of what at the time was this massive campaign. We ended up winning this campaign. I don't know who it was against. I can't remember. Someone will surely remember me, uh, remind me. And then we ended up in this alliance called Fatal, which is Living in Fountain. And um, yeah, it was, I, I, um, I was in the previous corp. It was Mad Hatters were there. Dwayne were there, if I remember. And we kind of went on this ride, and a ride which ended up us losing whatever space we had. And we then decided to go, because we'd met some friends, decided to go to create our own new thing. So three corps split off. Um, I think it was post-fatal, post-pure days, I think. Yeah, three corps split off when we decided to go and do our own thing. Of course, we had all these ideals and all these ideas at the time, which you know, completely unworkable, but we, we gave it a shot and started our own thing. And um, yeah, the three corps came together and started our own alliance. I think at the time we had this uh, this design goal of, you know, we should never have more than five corporations was our, mm-hmm. was our design goal. And um, yeah, which, started, we just went over, overboard a little bit lately, right? How many corps does ended up now? 69? Wasn't 69 corps, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm getting, I'm, I, I know I'm getting all my chronology mixed up here because there's so many things that happened between, but this is, I don't know, got like 15 years ago, so I can't remember. One um, part I know just from my guys talking about it, the DEFCON guys, the old, the old guard, they always said like um, they were fighting in it and then maybe when you um or they were fighting pure i guess and then when you started in it then kind of they worked together and then defcon joined like i don't know a month later or so um and uh, yeah we were yeah like, we were in pure Alliance for a little bit um yeah then we left i can't remember what happened to pure actually but yeah, someone should write. I think I'm pretty sure my Marcanus wrote some some chronological histories. I think somewhere there must be in the forum. We could dig those out and and reminisce a bit. But yeah, um, we need to find that forum. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'll ask Aaron. He might have a luck to yeah. somewhere. No, I think so. To answer your question, I think uh, I don't know without going through all the little details. I think yeah, we we started and we tried to we wanted to be something different. We wanted to be independent, but. We, you know, and we tried that for a while. Um, we got invited down south somewhere, I think, by Bobby Atlas. If I remember, Bobby Atlas was doing something, and we were newly formed, and we were looking to go and have some connection. I think things hadn't worked out in the north because of the um, uh, Moss Mihi and, and Razor hadn't been particularly good friends. Um, and we went south and kind of just jumped into trying something new with. Um, with Atlas at the time, and then I think instantly Atlas came under attack, and uh, yeah, Red it took a wild, a wild turn. Yeah, I think Atlas got uh, killed by Red Alliance while we were attacking Catch, and then by the time we were finished with Catch, basically saying, "Okay, let's abandon Catch and let's just focus on MNC," then Red Alliance attacked us, and that's when we ended up in. Uh, curse. It was yeah. It was everyone. I think there's quite a few other people involved, right? I think PL were involved there too. I can't. Yeah, PL was on our side back in the day. I actually reached out to um, Shadow, thinking maybe uh, you and Shadow, you were you know, you guys worked together at the time, 
And yeah, we did for, well for a small period. Yeah. Yeah, but I couldn't get a, a hold of him. But um, I remember that was a different era, like PL and Init working together doing stuff, right? It was like, but as soon as Shadow went inactive, that kind of changed. And then I think, was it after Shadow that headline? No, Elise took over, I think. And that's kind of where it changed, I believe. Yeah, there was, there was a brief spell. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I was last attacking Catch. I can't even remember who was there. Something happened where I think us and PL teamed up on, I don't know, some cap kills, some time kills. I can't quite remember. That was the um, first day in Init, actually. And, and then we, we kind of, that sparked a bit of a, a bit of a collaboration because we'd had some really good kills together and we worked briefly together. Um, it didn't last long. <laughs> yeah. Mark Annis is actually watching, by the way. He's just sent me a Reddit thread where he outlined the history of initiative for Panama Accord, I think. I'll, I need to dig into that. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a big post, but he yeah. he goes into the details there as well. So that, that was pretty cool. Hi, Mark Annis. Mark Annis Law is what I always keep hearing, especially as a CSM. That I forgot what exactly like I'm going to um misquote here a little bit like but basically what it says is no matter what change is good for the uh, small guy it's always better for the large guys anyway so and it's yeah. it always it always kind of holds true honestly i mean i would disagree there's probably some changes you could do that would you know benefit smaller groups more than larger groups but in general that's how it works and any nerf hits smaller groups more than large groups, of course. Nerfing jump bridges won't. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about that for hours. Shines and I, you see, like Shines and I have like way different takes on jump. Oh, not way different, actually. We, you know, I think we understand each other's opinions. There's some small differences. I think yeah. we're coming from a different play style when we're looking at it. I think yeah. that's it. But, uh, yeah. Maybe we need like a an Anciplex uh, super show at some point. Just like five hours, five hours long, and uh, just talk about Anciplexes to to then come to a consensus <laughs> to what That's changes will be good. They are. <laughs> yeah. But I think the the end result is going to be like uh fuck it like <laughs> whatever you do it's not gonna it's not gonna change much or whatever. Anciplexes are complex. Yeah. But yeah, guys, oh, there's Bonga. Bring, bring back unlimited booting. See, that's the thing. Uh, I would love to talk about something about, from the CSM summit, but I can't. We talked about that stuff. That's all I can say. But uh, you know, you'd be surprised about the opinions there. But yeah, no, I wouldn't agree with unlimited booting. That's all I can say. Um. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. But, see, like, it's one of the arguments I make when it comes to Marauders. Like, it's not, the big, it's not that big of a deal if a ship gets a buff or a ship type gets a buff and it's OP. If it's not OP for five years straight, okay? If it's OP for a year, people need to get there. It's going to be like a um, like development phase where people just need to figure out how it works, how to actually exploit the OPness and stuff. Right, so uh, 
you know, you have to get there first. Uh, and, that, and that phase is fun. And I think it's fun for most people, not just for that one guy who's flying a Marauder, right? Um, but if you, like, the longer something is too strong, the worse it gets. Oh, Peter's, yeah, I said it, this humble guy. I said it and I heard it too, all right? I get it. <laughs> I, I'd say it differently next time. But, yeah. What? Guys, do you have any... Uh, do you have any last words? Might be a little dramatic. Uh, anything well, you want to you want to say before I call it? Don't uh, don't think so. It's been cool, kind of getting together and, and talking about the history of, of Eve and the different memories and everything. So it was very nostalgic. It was pretty cool. So thanks for that. Yeah, no, pleasure to be on the on the on your show, Pando. Um, I think I've missed a number of episodes. It was great to come on the last time we came on. Um, uh, Wednesday next. Uh, I know this is very self-centered on initiative, by the way. But are you hosting the next Inner Meetup, Pando? I'm done? not hosting the next Inner Meetup, but uh, Gal just asked all three of you coming to Inner Bavaria. Well, I am in Bavaria, so yeah, I might just uh, show up. How about you, Bliss? You coming or what? let me check the calendar i'd like to um i i can tell you like the venue so shout out to uh blackie who always organizes it she locked down basically a a little place that's like there's basically like a, a big fireplace in the middle and then there's little huts around it and in the entire place is just in it then and uh that was at least last time i think it's the same again and it's just uh that was just a great time I gotta say, like I like I couldn't imagine like a better, you know, way of doing it really. And the the meetups in um, in Brighton were super great. That's one one of my best memories still. Like the Brighton meetups, uh, man. In it meetups in Brighton were like one of the best experiences ever. I gotta say, that was good fun. I enjoyed it. Well, I think we enjoyed making the uh, the real life Eve game. More than actually participating, but it was good fun. Oh, the you mean the what was it called again? Scavenger hunt, was it? The scavenger hunt, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you underestimated how competitive everyone was. Yeah. Like they're gamers <laughs> after all, and everyone kinda like you're like, oh yeah, people can check this out just so they have like a hint where to go and what to do. But actually everyone wanted to just score points and win. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good time. No, no final comments from me apart from I'm looking forward to episode 101. Um, and I'm looking forward to dropping and joining one of you guys for a fleet one day. All right. We've got some cool meme stuff coming up. So uh, I'll send your skill plan. And if you uh, can maybe train into it a little bit, we might go have some fun. All right. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for coming on then. Um, it was a pleasure. It's always super fun. Um, to talk to you guys and uh, yeah I'd no, say you're welcome Pando our pleasure good to see you both yeah. see you guys in kicking alright thanks but, and the guys on stream thanks for hanging out thanks for the subs Grace Miranda uh, the real fox whoever I missed thanks a lot guys thanks for the support in general and uh, see you guys around alright bye bye thank you all